I'm Trina Parker here. And, um, you know, I always say it's a special guest, but it's actually my sister, one of my sisters, Sharon. Um, it's really great to have you here. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm, I'm excited that you finally asked me to do a show. Uh, it took you long enough, but I'm I know, I know you're feeling some type of way. How about, you know, just a little. <laughs> Like you don't have your friends on people mm-hmm. you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, you're you're on now. You're the first sister to be on. So mm-hmm. there you go. So for our listeners, why don't you tell the listeners about you? Because I obviously know a lot about you. So tell our li- listeners about yourself. All right. I'm Katrina's way cool younger sister. Um, I I'm a teacher by living. I'm a music teacher, but I'm also a poet. I um, have a poetry book out. I have a novel out because I'm also a historical fiction author, um, choreographer, actress, like almost everything in the creative world I do except paint. Don't ask me to paint. I suck at that. But everything else, I do that stuff. That's right. <laughs> um. So you, you mentioned all those things, but like, what do you like to do outside of all of that? What That's like just what you like to do. Like, I mean, I watch Netflix a lot, <laughs> probably more than I should. Like, yeah, a lot. Um, we are all like TV um, gluttons, um, mm-hmm. family TV and movies. And so like, we speak television, we speak movie lines, like, and if you're not like the type of person that's like seeing a lot of movies, like we have, like, you'll miss the joke. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so yeah, I, I do watch a lot of Netflix in my downtime, but like, yeah, I, um, I don't have a whole lot of downtime because when I'm not teaching and I'm like doing something with my kids or I'm like getting ready for some type of production, like for this weekend, so, like, it's not a whole lot of downtime to do anything other than my like side hustle hobbies. Okay. Gotcha. So hopefully you can answer this. Um, who are some of your own personal quirky icons, real or fictional? Well, the first thing, uh, my first icon was probably Ariel from the little mermaid. Um, I was obsessed with mermaids for a really long time. Uh, I was obsessed with all Disney princesses until I met Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> yes, I um, I was definitely like really into Jessica Rabbit, like as an eight year old. <laughs> I just thought she was so cool. And I never knew how much my life would mimic hers. Story for another day. All right. <laughs> Not on this podcast. It's, it's... <laughs> Patty Jake. Nope. Patty Jake. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no. You're not the first man who's why I played. Okay, I'm done. We will edit that out. I say that. <laughs> it's probably going to end up being in there. <laughs> anyway, but I, I do want to say, yeah. Uh, we're after rabbit as many memories that I have of that. That movie was not for kids. Like I don't think I don't think it would it would probably it still got made today, but they probably would have marketed it to kids. It'd probably be a, a bit more outrage. 
Yeah, I, see, there was no Twitter at the time. Yeah. So I, there's no way to know, like, for sure what the whole public, like, poll was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there were a, a, a ton of concerned moms. Um, and just think about, like, how they um, crucified hip-hop and took it to court. So, I, like, I'm sure during that time period, there's probably more angry people then than there would be now, because now we kind of expose our kids to a lot of stuff. So yeah. I'm sure, like, I would be willing to bet that they were definitely ticked off about mm-hmm. that movie. So <laughs> you named Ariel and Jessica Rabbit. Was there any more? Hmm. Was there any more? Oh, I mean, there's so many different cartoon characters that I I I just like looked up to. Of course, there's Xena. Um. Yeah. I that and like bonnie from vampire diaries okay yeah so um my third little just general question apparently there's been this debate like um this one really cool lady that i follow on twitter she started this debate that goofy is actually a cow and she had like this like evidence and she's like, you know, though, that's why he's dating Clarabelle. And then people are like, no, he's a dog. But like, I, I've seen evidence go both ways. Currently on Wikipedia, they're saying Goofy is a dog. So like, <laughs> you look like you're like, you don't even want to, but I guess, what are you thinking? I think people just like to have an opinion. And sometimes they, they don't even believe what they're saying. They just say things to just get aroused out of people you have mm-hmm. to be an idiot to think that goofy is a cow he doesn't have a, a nose like clarabelle he has the features of a humanoid type dog he just does and so like the characters in um like the mickey mouse franchise they have like the ones that are made to be like real animals and then they are animals that like have humanoid features and so, like, he may stand like a, a man, but if you look at the shape of his nose, uh, like, it's the little black point at the end, like, the shape of his ears, Clarabelle does not have the same features as Goofy. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's called Goofy for a reason. It's not only because he's, like, <laughs> but also because he's just, like, backwards. Like, he's weird. Like, of course he would date outside of his species. He's a Goofy. So... <laughs> Like people just like to overthink things. He's he's a dog. Absolutely. Okay. Are we gonna fuss about Pete being a cat now too? Like no, I, I think it's always Pete's a cat. Right. Yeah. People are weird. <laughs> and listeners, I realize I forgot to say, but you've probably seen the title. We are talking about Goofy today. All things Goofy. And um, we are going to move into our first like. Real topic about Goofy, just a little, little bit of background. So, like, I looked it up, and like, his first appearance was in a 1932 cartoon, and he really didn't have any roles, but he was just kind of like sitting there. And then in 1934, he was actually named Goofy. And uh, if you look at his, uh, the first name they named him, it, he was called Dippity Dog, according to Wikipedia. So, so. Nice. <laughs> catch that one. No, oh, Dippity Dog. I'm. It's not quite as catchy as Goofy, eh? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Smart on Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, we've seen, he kind of started off with just like a sidekick to Mickey. Um, and like, it'd be like, you know, Mickey is Beyonce and um, Goofy and Donald or Kelly and Michelle. <laughs> I think they would appreciate that. Yes. I don't see, I don't even know why I even mentioned Beyonce because it's like, unless, I don't know, you just, you just can't go right with, with that. Someone's going to be mad. Like, I, I didn't mean it that way, but you know what I mean. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Whatever. I'm sorry. And I, I mean, I love Michelle's my favorite. Like everybody's like, I'm a Beyonce. It's like, I'm a Michelle. And I accept that mm-hmm. Michelle. And I look badly on people who hate on Michelle because like they're probably kind of sucky people. But anyway, we're I'm going off Beyonce. on the <laughs> I know. Voice of Kelly. Okay. Because like Kelly is not a, a bad singer by far. She's come a long way. You can tell she's had a lot of vocal coaching. So her vocal vocal ability is like way better than when she was singing with Destiny's Child but like she had to work for it and that's how I am because I started off as just an okay singer and I'm still not Beyonce vocally but like I've grown considerably like Kelly okay so but I'm like hot like Beyonce like I give off (laughs) I am here I have arrived like Kelly's Mm -hmm. beautiful but like Beyonce is like you know the headliner and I'm being real arrogant right now, but that's okay. Because if I don't celebrate me, who else is going to? So I'm going to have this arrogant moment. I'm Beyonce. So anyway, back to Goofy. <laughs> back you to Goofy. Brought it up. You brought it up. All right. Yeah. But um, so another thing that was really popular with Goofy was like he would do these how-to videos. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. I found out that they started doing that because I guess the first guy that they had doing the voice of Goofy, um, he got into it with Walt Disney about, I don't know if it was about money or whatever, but he ended up leaving. So mm-hmm. they just, cause if you look, he's not really talking in those, he's just like doing things and there's like a narrator and stuff. Yeah. And that, like, but those like, they work. Like, I mean, yeah. the essence of Goofy was still there, but he just wasn't really talking. So I thought that was interesting. And then there's like the Goofy that like, I feel like you and I are more acquainted with, like just him as like a dad and like the Goof Troop and the different like Christmas movies, like Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Twice Upon a Christmas and um, the two different Goofy movies. Have you seen both of the Goofy movies? I, I know. Okay. I mean, okay. Cause like we grew up watching the first one. I actually watched the second one for the first time a couple of days ago. <laughs> Because I hadn't seen the set this Stanley Goofy movie. Yeah, the first one you had Tevin Campbell. So yeah, and we're we're gonna talk about that like, a little bit later. Okay, I know. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. We're gonna get there. So, um, out of like the things that I just named, like I feel like, well, I feel like you're gonna say that a Goofy movie is your favorite. So take the Goofy movie out. What other than that? What's your favorite like? goofy thing out there 
See, that's hard because before the Goofy movie for me, like I didn't care about Goofy, mm-hmm. like at all. Really? Oh, what about Goof Troop? Eh. Like the like, song, the theme song and stuff on Disney. Together, together. Yeah. We had a Goof Troop, Goof Troop, best of friends ever. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just, like, I feel like the Goofy movie, like, really opened up our generation to Goofy at a whole different level. Okay. So you you can't really pick. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I remember like the uh how to guides and stuff like that with him just jacking stuff up, <laughs> like getting injured mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I remember that most of all. I remember the goof troop, but yeah, just um nothing sticks out the same way as the, the movie for me. For me. Yeah. And I don't I I goofy in like um what is it the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse like I don't know it's, he's kind of cool there too like I remember watching that when my girls were little with them like, you're talking about like the toddler show right hot yeah dog, 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 yeah like, he has one that? of the best hot dog dances yeah the hand flapping thing yeah yeah my my son does that my, my four-year-old mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah he he had the the <laughs> the coolest dance if you could call it that. I think so I think so with second place to to Donald Donald's dance he like does his like hands from side to side and then he like does his feet well or I don't know what you would call him but his feet or whatever goes like the other way and his arms are going one way I'm like okay go ahead <laughs> oh you <Yeah>. went there <laughs> so um, I wanted to kind of get your opinion on this. Like, I I feel like Goofy, if you were to diagnose him with anything, I feel like he has dyspraxia. Are you familiar with dyspraxia? Tell me about it. So it's like this condition where um, it's hard for people to stay, be coordinated. Um, I had first learned about it from watching Doctor Who um, with the 13th. Don't hate don't say anyway the 13th doctor like one of her companions he was like a grown man and um sometimes he couldn't play basketball right and um he couldn't ride a bike and um he just was kind of like clumsy and there's like other things that goes with it and I'm like that's totally goofy because it's like mentally like you know he he was there but it's just like his coordination was always off and he ended up hurting himself okay now the physical stuff i i do definitely agree i still think that he had some de- developmental stuff too maybe i don't know but i don't know it just like this proxy kind of came well, to my head up it's like huh, i think he might be have dyspraxia. that makes sense yeah <laughs> So I wanted to move to our third topic where we're going to talk about the Goofy movie. So um, <laughs> so I wanted to just talk about the cast. So like Bill Farmer, he's like our Goofy because like I think there's been like three or four different people to do the voice of Goofy. Um, and then Jason Marsden, he played Max. 
So mm-hmm. teenage slash grown up Max. And I didn't realize this until I like looked it up. But oh, Roxanne. Don't, no, not about Roxanne, but about Jason Morrison. We actually grew up watching him on Step by Step. He played like, what's that dude? I don't know. Like the boy who hated Dana, his like friend or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like um, full disclosure. I hate it step by step. I watched it because, you know, it was part of the lineup, but like, I will get into a rant about how much I hated that show and how dumb I thought the parents were. But anyway, we've seen him on TV before. Okay. Um, And then Kelly Martin, she played Roxanne. And um, we knew Kelly Martin from the show Life Goes On. Yep. And she killed the cheerleader in that Lifetime movie. <laughs> she she killed the cheerleader? Yeah, when she wanted to be her friend. She was like, no, you're a weirdo. Leave me alone. And then they went to, like, ski together. And, like, the girl humiliated her the whole time. And then, like, she stabbed her. Oh, okay. Well, all right. It's on a true story. Yeah, she did that. I mean, she didn't do that. Right. <laughs> right. Kelly Martin is an upstanding citizen, for all we know. <laughs> Yeah, death of a cheerleader. Okay. And then um Jenny Von Oy, like we knew her at six on Blossom. And she oh, was like, what's that? Yeah, she played Blossom's yeah. best friend. And then she was on the Parkers. I can't remember what her name was in the Parkers, but I know she was in the Parkers. Oh, you know what? I just made that connection. I didn't even realize she was six from um Blossom. Probably because she wasn't talking really fast. All right. Yeah. So she played Stacy, Roxanne's best friend. Yep, I could tell. Like mm-hmm. they use some of their like. Well, in this case, I, I feel like she's very similar. Like her, the way she carries herself, mm-hmm. the characters that she's played is very similar to um, Roxanne's friend. Yeah. And then um, Jim Cummings, like he does the voice of like Pete. And a lot of characters like Darkwing Duck. And I mean, he's not in this movie. I'm just saying like just an array of different characters for Disney. And then Rob Paulson, who played PJ. And I don't know how I didn't pick that up. Uh, Rob Paulson, he um, was one of the Wild Brothers from um, Animaniacs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, the world of voiceover is actually a lot smaller than you'd think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, I mean, we had, like, that cast and, um, you know, in the movie, like, we got Goofy not wanting to um, worry that his son is going to go down the wrong path and then uh, yeah. plan a trip and then um, Max is, like, trying to says he's gonna be on stage with power line i'm like why would you make that up like how are you gonna pull that off um but you know in the end they make it work but they go on this crazy adventure that only goofy and max can have together but um i want to like you know can we talk for a minute <laughs> about tevin campbell I want to know your name. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so yeah, like those two songs, um, stand out and eye to eye, like it's amazing that, you know, that little part in the movie, how that has, I feel like even more specifically, like black culture (laughs) has like picked up on the, like the whole power line thing. Like I've seen people cosplay as power line at, um, comic cons, which is hilarious. Um, even like the lady who's like, ah! like they've like done her or the backup right. dancers and oh stuff. My goodness. Like it just like I when I watched an extremely goofy movie, I felt like, why didn't they get Tevin Campbell back? Because <laughs> like, it just like lost this like was part of the bit. magic of the movie yeah. mm-hmm. power line was larger than life like as a kid i thought that he was like a real thing like i'm like all right but i mean max and, and goofy y'all cool but I, I'm, I'm trying to uh see some more of this power line like <laughs> when he gonna drop an album like because it was so and then like of course growing up the way you grew up i didn't know who tevin campbell was until I was an adult, we kind of knew who he was. We like, you know, he did. I that, didn't know what like, like, I knew that song. Knew that song he did that but, like, one. You know, we only knew like Richard Smallwood and Kurt Franklin. Kurt yeah. Kurt. Oh, like for the audience, like our mom was very, very strict and very, very so, yeah, very religious. So we couldn't really listen to a lot of like secular music but you know like yeah. going to school and being like, able to do lyrics so yeah but no I I was definitely obsessed with Powerline and mm-hmm. um yeah if, if I date a guy and I start singing a song from the goofy movie and he doesn't know it that's a red flag because <laughs> <laughs> where were you flag. at where were you? <laughs> All right. Like what what how did you not see a goofy movie? How did you not, you know, become obsessed with Tevin Campbell all over again? Mm-hmm. Like I me mean, feel that. Honestly, Disney missed an opportunity because, like, you know, when The Little Mermaid came out, mm-hmm. um the actor who played Sebastian, they did like a whole like Caribbean Calypso video um, thing. Yeah. And like they probably could have gotten Tevin Campbell out there I will to, like, say that the have gotten better at understanding the impact that the music has on mm-hmm. not only the movie but the fan base and like their buy their um their ability to market it mm-hmm. like um there have been several sequels that has come back with more power or just as much power as the first because like I thought when I saw um Frozen that Let It Go could never be matched but when I saw Frozen 2 Mm-hmm. I wept in the video in the um the movie theaters when they started singing um what's the name of that movie? Into the Unknown. Show yourself, step into your power. Okay. Yourself. I don't know who else does that thing. Like, yeah. So they, I feel like they're they're doing better with understanding, like, because like even if you watch the first like couple of Disney movies, like. From like you know the early days and compare it to how they use music to tell the story now, like it's grown by leaps and bounds. And the Goofy movie that was like the nineties, mm-hmm. and so you may get one or two bangers out of a movie, 
you know, that's Disney back then. You'd be lucky to get like one really great one. But like now you got like Moana where the whole track is like just and then Kanto. Like they just keep getting mm-hmm. better and better musically. Like yeah. it would be nice to see what they would do with a goofy movie now. Like if they would be smart about it and like, hey, maybe even bring Powerline back. Like mm-hmm. what would that be? Yeah, like Max is getting married and then like they try to get Powerline to sing at the wedding. <laughs> that would be so dope. Yeah. I watch it. I definitely mm-hmm. watch it. Like I I remember they did like a 20 year anniversary or something and they had some of the actors there and then at the end they had Tevin Campbell come out and sing eye to eye and then like the cast members were getting up and they were like dancing and stuff I'm like wow this is so cool this is so cool I'll have to find it for you and send it to you but it was it was really exciting to see I bet yeah but um I want to know so outside of and well, I feel like I already know what you're gonna say. But what were your favorite parts of the movie? Go ahead and say the part that I know you're already gonna say, but try to think of another one too. Because <sighs> you're already gonna, you know, you know, I'm gonna say when he was um in the very beginning when he was you know in the auditorium at school. Yeah. Um. Got myself in no not that's not no no it was a stand out yeah 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 that that was absolutely epic that was always one of my favorite parts as a kid I think everybody's favorite part is like of course the closing when like you know he actually makes it on stage with Powerline and that's the perfect cast yeah (laughs) absolutely But you want to know something other than those two parts, I'm guessing. Yes. All right. So I always adored Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I love the interaction between Max and Roxanne. Roxanne was like, and I'm like pulling up the, the photo of men I um, cosplayed as um, Roxanne so I can like prove that I'm not just making this up for your viewers. <laughs> but no, I, I always adored Roxanne and um I I just really liked the energy between her and Max. And Roxanne was like the girl that I always wanted to be mm-hmm. back in like high school and then like junior high, but I was just always way too loud and like I was like Roxanne was so chill with it. Like, you know, she yeah. liked her, but she wasn't like, oh my God, it's a boy and he likes me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of still me. Oh, I just, I really, really liked anytime Roxanne was on stage and how like, you know, like her dad was like a, a basically a pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just really, really, really got a kick out of her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the in, the interaction between um, Max and Roxanne, like when mm-hmm. she dropped her books and like they kind of like touched and it was like it was sweet and innocent. It was very yeah. innocent seeing them together. Um, I think like when they're at that one possum patch, I thought that was pretty hilarious. It's like Goofy's like, yeah, like who's like, this is the stuff. Right. Oh, play. so. For the listeners who like, because like I'm gonna probably either do the whole episode 
or put it a clip of it but like when I promote it I'll have to put the video of you dressed as Roxanne um but yeah like when they went to the possum patch I thought that was hilarious because like I feel like oh my god um you liked that part I was so annoyed Max I was but I thought it was funny because like I feel blessed because like my kids still deal with like my silliness and mm-hmm. like things I'll get excited about, they'll either be excited about or like they'll just like laugh at me. They don't like necessarily judge me and be like, oh, you're the worst because you like this lame thing. But my like would have cheated me so bad. Oh, I know I them. You mm-hmm. met my kids. They're they're kind of mean. But like, <laughs> like, like Max handles it like a teenager, but I feel like even if we would have made it to the Powerline concert, my kids would have still been like riding on me all the way home. Like, I still can't believe that you took me on this. Th- like, and then five years later, they still were like, my kids don't let anything go. Never that time. I'll be like, yo, y'all just, y'all, y'all can't, but you had fun. No way. You worked it out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, like, I try, I try <laughs> um but like I kind of want to talk about like just like the parent and team relationship themes like when you look at Pete and PJ and then Goofy and Max like they're in like two different like extremes in so many different ways like Pete is like not really nurturing And, you know, like yelling, screaming, can't really wait for his son to grow up and move out. You like see that in the next movie. He's like, he's like, you know, bye, get out my house. And right. um, Goofy is very much like, well, I mean, well. yeah, he doesn't want to let go. But like, I was thinking about it and I'm like, it's natural for all parents. But I think because he lost his wife, like Max was the only family he had left and like he didn't really find anyone until the extreme goofy movie True. and he was able to better let go because he was just putting all his love into max which is very dangerous as parents like i um i feel like whether you're a single father or a single mother like or squash that if you are still with the father of your your children or the mother of your children when all of your love and attention goes into them and not um, nurturing outside relationships that's mm-hmm. when you have an identity complex once they grow up because they're going to leave the nest and so we we can't we can't forget about our selves and to mm-hmm. continue to grow and what do I like what, what yeah. makes me happy what gives me peace your world and it's hard to say that because you know my kids definitely are a very very big part of my life and like my joy but everything can't be about them. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous game you're playing there. Yeah. But I mean, if we were to compare the two deaths, I definitely think Goofy was the better dad. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like, Pete was the terrible person cat. Yeah. Like, in general. So if you're like a bad person, you're going to be, Pete's always the bad guy. Yeah. So, but like, yeah, like even to his kids, I'm just like, PJ going to be in therapy. He just going to be, it's like PJ, he had like this softer personality. And he was just contrast to his dad. And I'm just like, PJ going to be in therapy just like talking about his daddy. Yeah. 
this toxic and like he's the type of person that will grow up and like cut off all contact mm-hmm. and then like pete will be on his deathbed complaining in a nursing home that no one comes to see him because he was a dick his entire life so why would anybody come and see you yeah but yeah but girl, oh, <laughs> i won't feel sorry for you no oh my gosh yeah what's the name of that movie i I just know it was about this civil rights leader who um yeah i know his first name was vernon i can't always forget and um and who played him was it james earl jones yeah i i think it was it was James L. Jones. Yeah, it was just weird because it's like his voice is like, you know, deep and he's Darth Vader. That's a fine, fine old man. Um, I got to pull up the movie before I go crazy. Because uh, um, it's going to drive me crazy until I remember. Okay, well, while you're, while you're looking, going. I'll just keep talking about Goofy and Max. Um, Am I like the worst person ever? Oh. <laughs> no, you're you're not the worst. No. Like all all of my guests is like it's I deal with people with different personalities and we click in different ways and you know that's what life is about like I mean who wants to just hear me talk to someone who's just like me all the time every single time. You know what I mean? Or it's just like an echo chamber. Like, I like this. I like this, too. Let's next topic. I like this. I like this, too. Like, that's, that's not that's not that interesting. So, no, you're fine. And, you know, people get to see me sweat a little bit because I'm with my sister. <laughs> just sweating? I'm not sweating. Not really. Um, But, yeah, like, with, like, Goofy and Max, seeing them, like, on their adventure, like, I just, I don't know, as when I was younger, I was totally on Mac's side. And then as an adult, I was able to see it from both perspectives. And yeah. I just, yeah, I felt so bad for, for Goofy because like he was, because like, you know, Max had gotten in trouble at school. So like he was part of that trip was because Max had gotten in trouble. So he was like, okay, I need to do all these things so my son won't, you know, end up in jail. The Vernon Jones story. Okay. So yeah, right. listeners, like the that quote she said about live by the sword, die by the sword came from that movie. Again, that's and that's what you said earlier. You like to quote movies. Which, movies. Yeah, I, and a lot of people do. I was about to say, but like to, to double back to what you're saying, you know. Um yes, perspective changes as you get older, but I still strongly sided with Max, even as an adult. Because, um, first of all, I'm the type of person when my kids get in trouble at school, even if it's something they weren't supposed to do, if my kid had done something as cool as what Max did, he wouldn't have been in trouble with me. I would be like, bro. See, this is because you're a performer. So you know, you should have done yeah. that. But no, I was dope. It went viral. You're so my kid. So there's no way I would. I would have been like, I would have been like totally like ecstatic, but I would have been a little proud. 
um, I hate camping. And so like, I would understand why a human being wouldn't mm-hmm. want to go camping. If you're not an outdoors person, and like somebody's trying to make you do something that's outdoors, that's some bull. If you mm-hmm. want to treat your kid or like um, you're trying to get through to them because you feel like there's a divide, the mm-hmm. worst thing that you can do as a parent is make them do something that you like. Like it should be something so that you both could find. It sounds like you're putting your whole personality into Max. How do you know that he hates camping? Because like, like, like he probably... I'm thinking that's maybe that's something that they used to do together as father okay, and but son. Your kids grow, like, right? But the like stuff I used to do with yeah. Zara at, at like eight when she was like fifteen, she didn't want to do those same things, and so you adjust. If I'm trying to spend some time with my daughter mm-hmm. and insist that she be there, I need to know my kid enough to know well what is she going to enjoy doing, and I felt in this case goofy was wrong because if your kid is like flat out telling you i don't want to do that like i have no interest in that Mm -hmm. i feel like you still need to listen to your kid that's true that's true and i think like he was just like responding to the principal and what pete had to say about you know the kids and stuff he just freaked out and was just like oh i I need to hurry and do this because he's a single dad I understand that, Goofy, yeah. but Goofy knows at this point, you've been knowing Pete all these years. Pete is not a good person. Are we really taking parenting advice? I don't, think, he, I don't think he's ever realized that. Like, with his personality, he's just, I think he just tries to see the best in everyone, which, I mean, is, is in a good, but it can kind of be kind of bad. It's just like, if you he's still want to be friends with Pete, like, he's you gotta, Yeah. Because Pete, Pete is the worst. Is like he really I mean, is the worst. Like PJ's over there shaking and wetting the bed at night. Probably <laughs> like you don't want to take advice from Pete. I what was it? Pete like the devil and like uh the, the Disney's version of Scrooge. Yeah, I think. Like, come on, man! He's literally the devil. I yeah. he's not the devil in the goo. And he's movie. always making Mickey pay. Like I just never got why. Mickey's in Mickey Park. It has his name on, and Pete's there telling us some pay the toll. I'm like, do you see whose name is on this park? And like Mickey's like, oh, here he's just like gives him the money, like he's like the poor bag lady. I'm like, to why do his foolishness? Because <laughs> my thing is, as a parent, that's another thing. People are always full of advice, and like when people try to give me advice, I look at how they interact with their own kid, and I'm just like, I'm good. Like, why would I listen to you? Your family is miserable. Like, no, mm-hmm. like, even if it, like, on the outside looks a certain way. Like, if I, like, peep, like, how you talk to your kid and it's derogatory or you always have negative things to say about your kids, nothing that you have to say to me about mine means anything to me. Nothing. Because, like, you've already shown that a bad vibe. And so I know it's a cartoon. And some things, but happen. we break down cartoons here, and it is okay. But like, yeah, I was just like, why would he even listen to that rat bastard? You should have cussed that principal out. Tell I me, mean, my son going to jail. <laughs> my son is an entertainer. Did you see what he just did? Like, did you, did you see? Did you see what I saw? I don't know what you saw. You need oh to be trying to get him in the the, the 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 theater club or something because this is magic. 
<laughs> I've never really thought of, of that perspective, but um, I know my daughter, Lynn, she loves pointing out thing bad things about the male characters in movies. She's like, Max is like Aladdin. He is a liar. He lied to Roxanne. <laughs> And I'm like, I mean, yeah. Cause like, I mean, in real life, you don't want to be with someone who's a liar, but I'm like, it's a decent movie. Just try to enjoy it a little bit. (laughs) So I am the kid who said that Jason Weaver was my cousin. (gasps) Oh, what? I don't know why I said that. Like, I legitimately don't know. I don't know why I said that, but I did. Um... I didn't realize how like badly of a liar I was until one day, like I came to school and um, like this is after I think it was either grandma or auntie Debbie had told us that we were related somehow to um, Colin Powell's wife. Mm-hmm. I came to school. And I was like, Colin Powell's my cousin. They was like, I thought Jason Weaver was your cousin. I was like, I said that. Oh, I was lying about that. But no, like, like Colin Powell. And it was just like, man, seventh grade. I was like, I'd be lying, huh? <laughs> and see, that's why it's good to tell the truth, boys and girls. I mean, and it's good to tell the truth. Yeah. But I feel like your your pre-adolescent mind, sometimes mm-hmm. you do and say stupid things. And you you just like you want to be cool so bad. You want to sound cool. You want to just sound like your life is more interesting than what it is. And I think a lot of younger kids do lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jazar used to try to tell people I was her big sister. This is my oldest child who's now 18. And I'm like, why would you want to tell people that? Because it seems may- way cooler than you being my mom. I'm like. <laughs> And this was like in junior high. Um, yeah, I am blessed with really great genes. So I'm like nearly 40. Um, and yeah, so she likes to tell people her sisters. Not anymore. Now that she's 18, she thinks it's cool that her mom looks young. But like when she was like 13, I don't know why it was a thing for her to say that I was her sister instead of her mom. Okay. So did you have any other insights about Goofy in general or their movie he wanted to share? Hmm. Any other insights about the Goofy movie? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, it doesn't sound like you do. Like I've done this so much, but I, don't, I just, I don't want to miss anything. Huh. Are these songs available on iTunes? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe. I know what's not available. The soundtrack to the 1997 Cinderella. That's still not out. But that's like a, like I've mentioned that in my episode on Cinderella series. It's like a dispute with the different um, record labels for Brandy and um, Arista. Yeah. Whitney Houston, so we may never see that. That bites. Um, But your boy Tevin Campbell, like it was funny. Well, never mind. Is it is it an appropriate story, Sherry? I mean, not really. I don't think it is. You can edit this out if you want to. But it's just (laughs) never mind. Okay, yeah. 
but maybe we can talk about that one time where um there was this like i guess like she's a nigerian american i don't i don't want to say her name but like she's on social media and she i think when aretha franklin died and um people were talking about who would be good to sing at her funeral and people were saying teva campbell she was like who's teva campbell that, like oh. y'all just coming up with anybody and like hey, oh, huh. real good he got yeah said, don't speak on our icons if you don't know about black culture boo yeah like all <laughs> kin folk ain't kin folk and you just proved that yeah she she got drunk pretty bad that would be like us trying to speak on like a great nigerian um singer or mm-hmm. actress that passes away and we're trying to tell them what West African singer should sing? Yeah, uh-uh. you don't get. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Like just because you look the part, don't mean you a part of the community. Skit scat. Don't. <laughs> don't. Like when it did turn into a big, we love Tevin Campbell fest. And I love when people are able to get their flowers while they're still here. Oh, I, I so that was nice. People yeah. support Tevin Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listeners, if you have no idea who Tevin Campbell is, look him up. He is an excellent singer. Been singing since he's a little kid. Worked with Quincy Jones as a kid. I mean, if you work with Quincy Jones, it means you're pretty special because Quincy Jones is absolutely the best. Quincy Jones is hilarious in his old age. Yes. (laughs) I want to live long enough to where, like... talk stuff about people and not get canceled. Yes. Yes, he was just talking about like, oh my gosh, oh yeah, yeah. like all I asked is how you're doing today. They was getting down. So Sharon, we're coming towards the close of our episode. Is there? I'm sure there's things you want to promote. So go ahead, let them know where you they can follow you and what products they can get from you. Okay, so I keep it really simple. I am Sharon T-T-O on pretty much every platform, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I have a page on Facebook um, for Sharon T-T-O where I promote like any shows that I'm doing or anything that I've recently written. I have two publications that are out on Amazon right now. One is a historical fiction novel called Grandpa's Mask that is near and dear to my heart. Um, it's about the Angolan queen Zinga and her battle against the Portuguese and um, slave trade and, and Central Africa. Um, I also have a poetry book that um, was released this year. It's called Love Letters and it's up under the, the same name, Sharon TTO. And actually, my historical fiction novel is under the government name. Sharon Turner Wingba W I N G B A, but both are available on Amazon. All right, listeners, thank you for joining us. And you know where you can find me? I'm on Twitter and Facebook, Quirky Podcasts. Um, reach out to me at one of those places. Oh, I'm also on Instagram. Tell me, you know, what you think or any show ideas, and let me know if you think Sharon was the worst guest ever. Just kidding. <laughs> I've been to a couple of people. <laughs> Tell them what I do. I'm I'm in Facebook jail right now. <laughs> okay. But anyway, thank you, listeners. We'll see you next time. Bye.